0: Way well, hey guys, welcome to The Drive. And again, I, I'm not driving. I had a EEG um, this last week, which was the third doctor's appointment. And I have one more to get an MRI, to get cleared, to drive, so they can rule out um, uh, the possibility of seizures. And that's why I am not haven't been able to drive this whole time. So I'm having that March 24th. So if you can pray for that, that would be great. Um, I just want to get a get in the clear, again, so I could start driving. Um, This is such a long process, but God really is teaching me patience and gratefulness to those who are giving me rides and helping me and uh, supporting me during this time. So that's a huge blessing. Um, So it looks like the end of the month uh, I should be able to drive the end of March. So I'm praising the Lord for that. Um, So what uh, we just basically had a prayer night and um a couple people came and i always love the time where we get to seek the lord together uh, call calling his name you know intercede for uh for others it's it's such a blessing and uh, as i was thinking about just prayer today uh, i was thinking about luke 22 and uh just a powerful powerful passage in Luke 22 towards the end there. Let me look here. In verse... um, Luke 22, verses 39 to 46, which really is the uh, prayer of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. So many lessons, like almost every verse of verse 39 to 46, is a lesson, and a good lesson. Let me turn there right, turn there right now. Luke 22, verse 39. And I just want to point out a few of these uh, just lessons or insights in regards to prayer. Luke 22, verse 39 says, Coming out, Jesus went to the Mount of Olives, and he was, as he was accustomed... And his disciples also followed him. I just want to stop right there. So his disciples are, disciple means learner, right? They were following Jesus. They were soaking in his wisdom and knowledge and the truths that he was talking about. But also they were emulating and looking at the way he lived and what he did, the actions he took, and even the reactions that he gave. And so he was going to the Garden of Gethsemane to pray, and it says that they followed him. And I was thinking about the example of prayer. Like when you pray to God, when you truly believe in prayer, it's going to influence people. They're going to be like, wow, have you ever just seen <laughs> seen someone or been in a prayer group when someone prays and you're just like inspired to just pray more or to pray with your whole heart? I definitely have. And, and we're examples, you guys, as Christians, as believers, we're examples of, of prayer. Be quick to pray because... Even when unbelievers are going through the toughest times, they'll ask you and welcome prayer from you. Right? They may not believe it themselves, but they'll say, you know, please pray for me. And so we're examples of prayer. And I just love that verse. And then it says in Luke 22, verse 40, when he came to the place, he said to them, pray that you may not enter into temptation. What a prayer. Isn't that just, that's always an amazing prayer, just thinking about that. Pray that you would not enter into temptation. Who needs to pray that? Every single Christian. Pray that you would not enter into temptation. And in verse 41, he says, and he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw, so not too far away, and he knelt down and he prayed, saying, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. So the context of this is, was redemption. Lord, if there's any other way that you want to redeem your people and all, all of humanity to those who call in your name, if there's any other way to redeem your people, may that be so. If not, I'm going forward. In essence, that's what Jesus is saying. Powerful. And then verse 33 says that an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. Wow. Don't you love that? So an angel appeared to Jesus, strengthening him, while he prayed in the garden before his crucifixion. And remember after he was tempted by the devil, the angel came to minister to him. And so what, how I see this, like in my mind, the words that come to me it, are heavenly help because of prayer. As we pray, we are given heavenly help. We are given strength. We are given clarity. We are given, um, I don't know, just even a passion, but we're ministered to. Prayer brings heavenly help. And here's the reality, you guys, in verse 44. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood, Falling down on the ground. Guys, prayer isn't easy, and I understand that. Prayer is difficult. Prayer is labor. Prayer isn't like a potluck. <laughs> right? Prayer isn't just like a game night. You know, prayer isn't just like, uh, I don't know. It's not easy. Real prayer, genuine prayer, is from the heart, and therefore it takes work. But it is worth Every second of praying. It is worth it. It's labor, but it's amazing. It's amazing. And the last couple of verses, guys, verse 45 and 46, when he arose up from his prayer and had come to his disciples, he found them sleeping from sorrow. He said to them, Why do you sleep? Rise and pray, lest you enter into temptation. Rise and pray. You guys, now is not the time to sleep. Now is a time to get up and be spiritually aware and on guard and ready to fight for the faith. Now is that time. Now is that time. Not next year. Not the next decade. Now. It's time to awake. It's time to get up and get going. And you know what? That's what prayer does. It wakes us up. It gets us on our feet so we can fight for the faith. I don't know, I was just looking at these verses, guys, and I was just kind of blessed and blown away by the simplicity of Jesus' actions, but the power of prayer. Let's never forget that. Well, God bless you guys. I hope that encouraged someone, and we'll talk to you soon.